Faster than a speeding bullet. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's this WAP doesn't lie. The No Bullshit Podcast. Now, here is your host, Felix Andreoni. All right. It's Friday. My co-host Ann's in the house. Hello. Friday, 7 p.m. This WAP doesn't lie. We're on every Friday night at 7 p.m. Special hello to Alexandra and Brian who are listening for the first time. Are they? How do you know that? I am very aware of that. How do you know that? Well, someone just jumped in the room. But tonight, I'm just having a sip of uh, a little brewski. The Guinness Premium. It's really delicious. Yes, you got to try it. Guinness Premium. Dark beer. It's good. Mm, it's, it's delicious. Tonight's show. Special shout out to Shot as Neoc Tip. What? Is I, I shot. I shot a. <laughs> oh, I. I shot what? a. Welcome to the live studio. What did he shoot? Read it in reverse, he said. I, I got it. That's why I'm laughing. What does it say in reverse? You do it. I can't see it. Bitcoin. What does it say? Bitcoin as what? Is hot as a. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. All right, tonight's show. Money is the virus. What do you think about that co-host? Well, I'm going to take the show in a different direction than you anticipate right off the bat. Oh boy. And you're going to like the topic. We're talking about money, right? Cold cash? Yeah. It turns out that the coronavirus can remain infectious for four weeks on banknotes. This is according to Australia's top biosecurity laboratory. But they're they're saying the odds of catching the virus from money is high is low. Well, these findings reinforce the importance of hand washing or using disinfectant sanitizer after visiting an ATM or handling. Is hot said it's bullshit. <laughs> is hot said money is the virus and Bitcoin is the cure. Ooh, researchers have tested long that the coronavirus survived on both paper and polymer note banknotes in various temperatures. You are taking it in a different direction. Yes, well, just it's just a side note to get us started because Bitcoin has joined us in the live studio. They found that coronavirus can survive 28 days on both types of banknotes, which is significantly longer than the seasonal flu virus, which demonstrated That's survival crazy. is up to seven days. You know what? Yes. He said, uh, Ishat said it's just another, another excuse to help them to get rid of the cash. This is correct. And, you know, notice a lot of people are not, well, it's not they're not taking cash, but everyone's using plastic. Yes. China, pre-COVID, interestingly, yeah. had already started uh, discontamination of its paper currency. You know what? I'm curious. What is the U.S. dollar worth today? Does anyone know? Well, worth against what i mean what's the value of it today as opposed to what and the money itself what is it worth 50 cents 
75 cents? The paper itself? The dollar. What is it worth? You have to re relate it to something to show it, give it a worth. What are you talking about? The U.S. dollars Versus. worth what? How much is a dollar worth? It's worth a dollar in the U.S. But not really. You're, are you? It's devaluated. Because of inflation? Is that yes. your point? Well, yes, that's true. Yeah, the U.S. dollar compared to the Iraqi dinar. What is it worth? To the dinar? Actually, I own some dinar. I had dinar last night. <laughs> yes. Well, can uh, I ate pig. They don't want to hear that. Bitcoin is saying that um, China, I, th I think, is who he's referring to. Q Bella's in the house. Fuck that they wanted to start their own central bank. Crypto. I hit the wrong button. How much? So is, they can what's track the difference? and control your spending. China wants your dollar. Is that your point about what it's worth? Uh, is our dollar compared to the dinar? My dinner. No. Is it is it is it much? Is theirs worth more than ours? I'll, I'll find out while you're talking. She said China, USA, all of them. EU. Yes. You know what's a shame? Dinar. It's okay. not dinner. No, it's a dinar. Dinar. That's what Wow, Q one dinar is worth. She said perfect. I said perfect. Zero, 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 six, eight cents. What is the dinar worth? One dinar is worth point zero, 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 six, eight cents. And what's cents. our dollar worth? I'm just telling you what it's worth. Oh, and then you wanted to go the other way? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dinar. I want to speak that language. No, you don't. Yes, no. I do. Why? Why? Q Bella said, dang, that's low. Yes, so I'm, I'm doing the reverse. Um, I wonder how it compares to ours. Well, I'm doing the reverse, just to give me a second. Ours is probably in the So shitter. one American dollar, U.S. dollar, is worth 1,460 dinars. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Niz is in the house. So there you go. They're not not really What's uh, happening, a good equivalency. So if I went and, and got uh, like ten thousand mm -hmm. dollars and I went over to where they take the <laughs> you don't know where they take the dinar. Yes. I I would have a lot of money. You'd be I? rich. I think you could live a so real that, lifestyle. That, that's the that's the place to go. No. Which could you live in that culture? Absolutely not. I, I hear over there they could have like three wives. Uh, shout out to Niz and to Saturday Night Smoke. Who Saturday just, Night! Just joined us in the live studio. Well, I think the whole t point of tonight's show is can you live without cash? Isn't that what you're trying to get at? Well, first of all. How would you live without cash? Can you live without cash? Is that Tampa Bay's in the house. Listen, mm -hmm. you can you can live without cash. Yes. There's people in the streets, mm -hmm. you know, that I help often where we live. Yes. Uh, and thank God we're getting the hell out of here. But the thing is, you know, they're homeless and some of them are homeless by choice. Yes. Not not, you know, not put there. Well, there's a very interesting person on the West Coast. Her name is Joe, and that's yeah. all she goes by. And she has lived a moneyless existence for the last five years in Washington State. So how does she get food and stuff? Well, um, she has a lot of tricks. But in the end, she will admit that she relies on the kindness of others. And her and 
please don't take this the wrong way. What? I hope the show does not go down this road, but I'm guessing well, it will. What road is it going? She offers her services in return for necessities, like shelter. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was going to Is she using that kind of service? Oh, goodness. I hope it's not that kind of service. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about Joe's story because we can relate to all of this. Two years ago, Joe was invited to move into a proper house with her friend Sharon, whose husband had died. Oh. They named the property Montague House in Sharon's husband's memory mm-hmm. and came to the goal of living fossil and cash-free by 2023, which is only two years from now. Yeah. She created a situation where they both could have company and help each other out Yeah, the shared goal. So her, I guess her first... Uh, criteria and and a reason that she's made it all this far is she doesn't do this alone. She's doing this with someone else. Yeah. Someone who has a shared goal. Listen, Ishat wrote, cashless living is very easy to track for privacy and security. Cash only is the best. Amen. Niz wrote, how do I donate? That's what she wrote. Donate to You can donate to me if you want. Well, so the whole key to Joe's existence all right, go is ahead. not that. <laughs> the whole key to her existence is swapping and, and bartering for services for necessities. She uh-huh. doesn't she doesn't say that she doesn't need necessities like housing, but she says that she do, does she acquires them without cash or any kind of payment, monetary payment, commodity payment. She pays for them with services with kindness and with swapping. Saturday Night Smoke said that's called marriage. <laughs> no. <laughs> For example, I'll give you some of the of her lifestyle changes, little things before we get way in deep. She collects napkins from cafes to use a toilet paper and shards of unwanted soap. Listen, <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. But there's more. Well, go ahead. She built a stove out of old bricks and uses twigs for fuel. And she even built a shack from scrap, timber, and metal. Yeah. She understands that there are some expenses that have to be necessary, right? Yeah. For example, if you have a job, you're going to have to push money for taxes. You know, the, the United States requires Ms. that. Hot said that sounds like she's making her life a pain in the ass for no reason. Well. That's true. Yeah. Sounds right to me. Like, to, for in her case, I think it came down to a matter of trust and life experiences. She lives off the grid, and in order to do that, she found or built, she found a house that functions with solar, wind, or other renewable power. Wow! She uses well water or a local stream for water. Uh huh. She has a composting toilet toilet to save water, mm. and she produces humanure for vegetable gardens. Exactly. So that's how she grows her vegetables. Okay. In farts. A lot of people in um, there's this whole community in Utah. They use. Uh, a caravan of camper vans and that's how they live so yeah they, <laughs> Cubella said nice <laughs> they had to buy the camper or acquire the camper but that's how they live you know what there's another kind of dwelling called an earth ship do you know what an earth ship is no what is you it know, it is an inexpensive eco-friendly dwelling that uses waste products like old car towers car, sorry my bad my bad english old car tires and beer bottles as construction materials wow. those are called earth ships you know, you know, I think, uh, um, I think, uh, what's his name is correct. What's that? Is, is hot. A lot of people make a, a lot of useless trouble in their life living like that. 
Oh, for her, it's uncomplicated. She doesn't have to worry, get up every day and worry about where, you know, getting to, to work on time and uh, collecting that paycheck. For her, this is the lifestyle she's chosen. Ms. Hot said, excuse me, mama, <laughs> where's your bathroom? Well, Just go shit in the garden. Go shit in the garden. I do think you want to compost it first. You want to use a compostable toilet so it becomes ash. I guess so. And dried out. Isn't that how that works? I guess so. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny. On the other spectrum, mm -hmm. there's people who are rich and are miserable. True. And that in itself amazes me. And I guess the reason why I say it amazes me is because I don't think these rich people were ever broke at one time or another. This money must have been handed down because if they were broke, mm -hmm. they would know how to enjoy their millions of dollars. You, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you have to be at the bottom of that scale once you get to the top and you've made it big you will enjoy your life and money more than as if it was handed down to you and i notice a lot of people who have the money handed down to them are spoiled rotten and and their money is not enough well niz absolutely agrees with you she says folks that have the wealth wealthy folks i guess have no idea how to enjoy money exactly that's what I, that's what i mean they don't know how it feels to live check by check they never knew and when they inherited all these millions of dollars it's really not enough and they were is hot hit it right on the head they get bored mm -hmm. and you notice it, it's so funny even you watch uh i watched the show floyd mayweather they call him floyd money mayweather yes. he just fought and got over i don't know it was a hundred million dollars he didn't really fight for an exhibition mm -hmm. fight that's my point it was a complete joke I agree. but do you notice when he walks you around his home uh-huh he shows you all these exotic 200 300 400 000 cars do you notice how many of them he has in his garage he has like 20 30 of them well that's another i bet you he doesn't drive not one of them that's a form of wealth it's a different commodity because he doesn't he doesn't know when to stop he it's not about driving the cars anymore listen if i had that kind of money of course i would buy my dream car which is a lamborghini mm -hmm. you know i'd have a lamborghini and an old pickup truck that's that would that would be me shout out to, to cubella and to Tampa Bay, and to him, AKA. Ms. said excess of anything is not good. I agree with Ms. except one thing. Oh, this I, is, I knew This it. is good. Ms. please. Oh. Now that's very good. All right, I'm gonna show, give you some other ideas how Joe has overcome not having a home of her, her own. It's a her. Oh. She um occasionally volunteers at organic farms. They teach her how to farm with no pesticides or any you know anything purchased, and she gets to live on the farm while she's farming. So she does this all the time. Yep. Where does she live? I'm out west. Another way that she uh, comes up with housing free is uh, she joins a community, a co cooperative community. Uh huh. That they share accommodations, goals, and ideals. Now that to me sounds like a commune. And in fact, that's what it is. It's an, they call them echo villages now, but yeah. it's really a commune. So they farm, 
self-sustained, but it's a group of people. You're not there out there on your own, right? Another way she has come up with housing, and I thought this is kind of clever. What is it? She's a house sitter. So, so she, she makes money. She not makes money. She gets to live there for free for watching their house while they're gone. Thank you. Saturday night smoke said you guys are good. And at uh, and on I a, got so excited. And another, I, I, I couldn't control myself. I'm sorry. If none of those options work for her, she does occasionally live in the wildlife. Yeah. In the wilderness. But in the West, she's saying it's harder with all the um, forest fires. You don't so really know it's not it's that from. she's living uh, off the grid with nothing. No, she's. but these are alternative uh, um, housing choices. Another way she gets around and, and finds protection, especially during the bad uh, seasons. Uh -huh. And this is a scary one to me. She joins religious communities. That, that, <laughs> Saturday night smoke. Wait a minute. He, <laughs> we were just listening to NPR. It says sounds like a dirty episode of NPR. <laughs> fresh, fresh air. <laughs> well, religious communities, you know, there's a, <laughs> there's a price to pay. You have to renounce all your material living. Then that's easy for her if you're a Buddhist or some Christian. She's a Buddhist. She joins them and and plays their game long enough for the long as she where, has. Where is my taxi? Where's my taxi? Okay, let's move. What? Let's move on to how does she eat if she has no? Uh, she's no on money. food stamps. No, she forages. She's off the. She doesn't have. She grows her own food. Well, she first thing she does. The thing she does most often is forage for food. She collects nuts and plants. Uh, I bet that, she likes that nuts. Have been, listen. What? Tell me if you could do this. What? She collects. I don't like nuts. Nuts. Nuts and plants, which show signs of being partially eaten by another animal. Does it say she likes salty nuts? She avoids picking up greens and plants near busy roads or uh -huh. industrial sites where there's runoff mm -hmm. and never, she never eats anything she can't identify. Is she homeless? She's not. Is she homeless? Cause she always has a place to live. Well, then she's not homeless. Okay. Other sources of food. She asks lo local stores, farmers markets and restaurants for leftovers. Many restaurants and, and grocery stores throw away unwanted food or excess food because of the sell by date. Well, listen, she doesn't. She she works at what? Miss said she, she works she, at she is resourceful. Yes, she's working at living. She is. So she's That's not, her job. She's so she, listen, listen, she she doesn't abstain from money completely. Where's where she spent money and everything I've just described to you? Well, you said she what did she do? What does she do? Babysit? Dog sit? How, she house sits for so a place to live. I don't know that they're exchange of money. It sounds to me like from here, she it's just an exchange of free place to live while they're gone. What does she do for health care? That's the sacrifice eat, you make. Eat salty nuts? I guess that's a sacrifice you make, so you go to the clinic. I Enough don't know. The other thing she does is she barters for food. Again, I know this is going to cause bad sounds from you, but she barters for food. Oh. Oh. And her comment about that is what is it in a, any successful negotiation both parties win real patriot entered the house ah i like that name the other thing that she does do she what? is when she can claim a spot she does grow her own garden or joins a community garden for food but again that's seasonal and she has to account for the so she has seasons passed so in other words she she does not touch money right so when she's not growing food or it's not the season and uh, there's the local restaurant is used all the food, not throw anything away. What is her third recourse? Would you think? I don't know. She, she sells cocaine. She 
No, that's selling. There's no money involved. Right, she goes dumpster diving, which is very popular. Oh, Jesus. Help well, her. it's another way to go. So she goes in the garbage. She finds dumpsters behind restaurants and where they that's throw a lot of That's unnecessary right there. Mm, I don't know. That's unnecessary. I don't know. She needs to get a job. <laughs> she needs to get a job. Stop going in the garbage. So tell me that's sanitary. If she's going to get a job, what, what is the first thing that she needs? She needs clothes and transportation, right? So that's where she goes to get it in the dumpster. Uh, if she has to, she makes. She her could clothes. go to Goodwill. Listen, she makes her clothes. She scavengers for unused cloth, towels and sheets for bedding. Yeah, and craft shorts that's, that give her small scraps of what's left. Cubella said treasure to some, and she's right to a certain extent. I had a friend. He passed away. He was a good guy. Mm -hmm. He used to go. He used to collect baseball autographs, right? Right? Yes. He used to go into Tom Seaver and he passed away. He was a good, he was a Met ball player, a pitcher in 1969. He won the World Series. Ooh. He was a good guy. He died of Alzheimer's. I met him like three or four times. Really nice man. Sorry to hear but that. But my friend yes. would take his garbage. Uh huh. And the reason why he took his garbage, because his signature was valuable and he would find everything and sell it. Ms. wrote, okay, so. This is a very, this is very personal. I was homeless more than once. The kindness of friends saved me from sleeping outside and the dangers involved with that for a female. Yes. I could imagine. So Niz is agreeing with Joe. That that's how Joe started the, her whole dissertation is without the kindness of others. It sucks. She would never have made it. And you can't do it by yourself. You can't a, do it A alone. woman would, it would probably be a hundred times worse for a woman to be homeless than a man. Well, I don't know if Niz, if you want to weigh in on this, but I used to uh, volunteer at uh, shelters. They're not safe places either. They're not. So what's they worse? They suck. You have to make your choice. Niz, I wish I knew you back then. You could have stayed over. Uh -huh. I'm serious. Yeah. I, I can remember going out with a, a volunteer group and people in our community would live under the bridges way up in the corner where it meets the ground on I-95 rather than going yeah. to a shelter in Norwalk. Well, you know, it's At, funny. And, and so you go out and you give them, you know, bagged um, food and they would prefer that. There was no way to convince them. You know, them one, one thing once pissed me off. It was like Christmas time. I think I just moved to Stanford like 11 years ago. And there was a homeless man down in uh, Summer Street mm -hmm. and it was friggin' freezing out. So I, I, I pulled over and I said, listen, I'm going to the diner. You want to come? And he got in my car. He left his shopping cart. He had all his crap in he his He left his shopping cart. Well, he cart. left it. He said, nobody's going to take it. Oh. I took him to the diner. And when I walked in, the guy said to me, no, 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 no. I go, what are you talking about? No. So we sat down. He, he didn't want to serve the guy. And the guy, I'll never forget, he looked like Santa Claus. He had a big, white, white beard, long, white hair. Mm -hmm. He must have been in his late 60s. And I told the guy, I think Niz knew him. I told the guy, and I told the guy in the restaurant, I am not leaving until you fucking bring some breakfast here for the both of us. I am not leaving. And he said, this guy is a bum, and I'm not serving him. I said, call the police then. Call them now, because there's going to, shit's going to happen in here. And he was begging me. The homeless guy was actually begging me.
but, not to start trouble. But based and, on on some of your um, your listeners' comments, was he a vet? Huh? Was this gentleman a Vietnam vet? I don't know. Was he on? And uh, we we didn't talk that much, and I didn't want to. You know, he was busy eating, and then he. I asked him, "Did you wind up in this situation?" And he told me, "No, he chose it." He said he chose to be this way. Oh. So, I, you know, who am I to judge anybody? Well, Tampa is talking about that he was, I'm assuming he was homeless and on the run from a special unit of the St. Pete Police Department uh -huh. for a year and four months. So my point is, be about vets, people that are, you know, um, avoiding prosecution. There are many reasons why people, quote unquote, choose to be homeless. And some are not homeless by their choice. I think the majority of them are not. And a lot of homeless people that I tried to help do have mental problems. You know, some are schizophrenic, some are uh, habitual drug users, some are chronic alcoholics, and they do need help. These people need help. And what pisses me off the most, really boils my damn blood, is the government is out there helping illegal aliens more than they help their own American homeless citizens, especially the vets. Oh, a quick shout out to Johnny Reb and to APB hey, hey. 197 and to Dose, and Dose when who you, has joined us in the live studio. You know what? It's a, it, it makes me want to cry. You know what, though? You make it so It makes me want to fucking cry. I know. When I see a homeless veteran out there yes. that served this country and almost gave up his life for me and you, and especially for this fucked up government, and you're going to leave him out there? laying on the ground but you're but you're gonna take an illegal over him I, you should rot in hell i think part of this the struggle is and i used to work at the bridgeport mission we volunteered there for many years what the road back for mental illness especially for the homeless is not in one fix it's years of therapy of course and it training. is and so the commitment to help somebody on the street who's homeless for those kinds of reasons is a lot more of a commitment than to take an of, illegal of and put them in Cleveland is. and have them. But the thing is, but the thing is, you're going to take in hundreds of thousands of illegals and you're going to put them in hotel rooms. You're going to pay millions of dollars a, a month to house these people, but you're going to leave our veterans out in the street. Do you know why? Not even a fucking attempt. What? Do you know why? Because we need people in the, the bottom economic, socioeconomic platform it level burns me. to do the jobs that no one else will do. Q Bellaro got to be able to find them to help them. Let me tell you something. If I had some kind of platform <laughs> where, where I had the money, Johnny Reb's funny, the money and the resources, I will find them. It's not hard. It is not hard. It's a lot harder to help than to find them. Listen, I'm you telling you why yeah, the but, problem is. But when do you start? That's what I mean. The VA, Where's the start? The VA should be starting. The VA suck. I don't know. That's I have a lot of friends that are veterans who were in Vietnam. The VA always suck. Isn't that their job? They suck. <laughs> the, if you're homeless and you go to the VA, what the fuck do you think they're going to do for you? I really don't know. They're I, not going to do shit for you. You know why? 
Right. The VA is not going to do shit for you. Why? Because they're government funded. <laughs> Johnny Reb says the Democratic liberals are the ones who need mental health he's, treatment. He's fucking right <laughs> about that one. So do you understand? Helping a, a homeless person is not a one-time hit. It's great to bring Nothing. them to the diner, listen. but that's a long commitment. Listen, listen. Regular people who don't have problems like the homeless uh -huh. are need help, and they're not a one-time hit. Read what Niz just wrote. Oh, dear. Shall I read it, the whole yeah. thing? Okay. Niz, this is a, a entry from Niz. Um, Niz says, my parents, older siblings, and myself are not born in this country, and neither am I. We flew here on a plane to JFK October, oh, 1970. I came in yep. 1965. Illegally, pretty much, although my parents that have passports, of course, getting in and out of America, and the pathway to citizenship was very different in the 70s. So we need to take into account that that's why we have such an influx of illegals, because a pathway to citizenship or even to get a work visa is really, really complicated and difficult. Oh, I understand that. But we need to help our own people first. Okay. Without a doubt. Yes. And the real Patriots wrote, I did some research on homeless veterans in America. I did also, and he's, he's absolutely 100% correct. There's 40,000 homeless vets out there. Yeah. Him, him, AKA says his dad is Viet, is in 40,000. God bless all of them. Really. I'm telling you when the government turns their back on their own people, something's really fucked up in this country. Well, I'll tell you a quick story. I'm old and uh, I have several friends that were in Vietnam. They went in <laughs> normal as normal can be. They came back so messed up. Of hooked course. on drugs trying to cope with what they saw and did I, of course they were not well when they returned hey listen you, and to this day you put someone they're gone in a fucking time. jungle that's 120 degrees and there's plants actually let let alone forget about the Viet Cong. there's plants there that you brush against will kill you well that agent uh, orange i mean and, uh, look at the look at this it was a, a war you could never win that's right I don't, you know, they said if you nuked North Vietnam at the time of the Vietnam War, it still wouldn't have won the war. You know why? They had such an intricate tunnel system in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. They were like fucking ants. Oh, it's their home. They were like ants. Yes. And now that I look back at that, the United States had no fucking reason to go over there yes they did no 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 listen to me it came down to money listen to me money i don't uh, take the money down to we, money you know the french were there first no reason to mess with the Viet Cong. they should have left these people alone and stayed out of that war stayed strategically it wasn't worth a crap agreed uh, it was there, there's nothing strategic about vietnam niz makes nothing niz makes another point about um the vets when they came back Niz said right it was a police act it's um niz says not to forget that um psychotropic medications and shit that the u.s government used on our military in vietnam of course it was a desperate attempt to finally defeat the enemy sure it was a police action in the end actually it wasn't a war was it vietnam they had no business being there okay. and look at all the years they were there all right Should and again getting back to money money that's why we how we started this so we, we finished money dumpster diving my in my personal belief of course people need money not everyone but i would say what 90 percent of the population 
need money to survive. I don't care where you live. Mm -hmm. You need money. Mm -hmm. But the sad part about this is money is really evil when you think about it. And do you know how many deaths? I could only imagine how many deaths money caused. And I'm not talking about someone coming up to you with a gun and shooting you, saying, give me your money, and they kill you for your money. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about all aspects of thievery and underhandedness with money. Look at the guy. Didn't he just die? Mater? What was his name? Who stole billions. Oh, Mad Madoff, Madoff, and I'd say. Q Bella wrote, how much money do you think Cuomo needed to get the boat in administration to drop the investigation and him killing? Absolutely right. And this is another subject that really pissed me off. Killing 15,000 people in the nursing home. And, it, and the guy, not only did he kill these people. $3,800 a piece. 12, 12, 13 women came forward and said, you know, he was inappropriate. How many thousands of people died in the nursing home? 15,000. And this man does not take any responsibility. What a piece of shit the governor of New York is. A piece of shit. And I am totally shocked that, well, what do you expect from the Democrats anybody, anyway? You know, really? What the fuck do you expect? 15,000 people times $3,800 each. Guess how much money that was? How much? Um, if my math is correct, it was $12.7 million. That's a lot of money. $12.75 million. Yep. That's how much they made Das wrote blow, those people. blows me away. That's all been swept under the rug. And, and exactly. I mean, how the hell does this man get away with this? How does he, how is people even believing him, whatever he says? Well, the obvious answer is money. He pays people off. He gives them the political favors they're after, and they elect him. Q Bella said this $38,000 per person. 3800 that, thir that was put on a respirator. He, oh. And here this man was bashing President Trump. I we're, We don't have enough hospitals. He sends him a thousand sh a ship boat. He sets up a... Uh, uh, makeshift hospitals and never use them well, takes people out of a hospital that has COVID, puts them in a nursing home where nobody's sick well cubella said that the hospitals were broke and that this was their chance to recoup this the money is, this is bullshit. this whole fucking thing is a fiasco lie the numbers are exaggerated through the roof people were dying left and right in the nursing home where i worked at died of heart attack and cancer. They were written off as COVID. Mm -hmm. So the state of Connecticut could give the nursing home $3,800. Well, they need to fix the roof, but that's beside the point. Oh, the fucking thing leaked like a sieve. Anyway. But it's <clears throat> sad at getting back to money again. Mm -hmm. It just goes to show you, like I've been saying, and, and it amazes me that someone would destroy someone's life, lie about them, even go to the extent of killing them for a piece of paper. A it's not a piece of paper. It's a commodity. It could be so a gold, gold coin. It could be a gold coin. So it could be gold. a gold tooth. It could be a, a but silk I'm making thread. A point. It's a commodity, not a piece I'm of paper. I'm making a point here. And the way that crypto's on, it's not a piece of paper. Well, Q Bella said it right. So is a birth certificate. Yes. Okay. So, so how come we're not killing each other for a birth certificate? Actually, some people do to take their identity and their Well, not only that. 
there's some people that are pay you thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars to marry them because they want to become a citizen. Oh well, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I should find that. So how? Let's talk about this. <laughs> so we agree that it is not the paper that's the evil, but how do you um, prevent money from becoming evil? I'll tell you how you prevent it. Yeah, I'd like to hear. Joe Biden has the right idea, <laughs> and I'm if he can hear me. Joe, give everybody $10 million. You mad as well because you're handing out fucking money left and right. You know what? That's not going to work. Let's you know why? Give it away. No, because give it away. inflation will make it worth a dollar. Listen, he's giving it away already. Just give everybody inflation 10 million. Inflation is going to go Who through the, the roof. Who the fuck cares? Get, get ready. Who you're, the fuck cares? You're not going to be able to afford anything. How many, trillions you enough of, money. how many trillions of dollars has he give away already? Um, Five? Two, I think it's 3.1. So what happened to the economy? It's booming. Is it? And inflation Listen, is going through the this roof. This is my theory. How much do you pay Joe, for gas? Crazy Joe. No. Crazy Joe needs to give everybody $10 million. So then it'll cost you $30 million and, for a hamburger. Listen, it's Joe. It's not going to work. Joe's calling in now. Oh, we got no. a phone call from the White House. <laughs> Here is your president, Joseph Pedophile Biden. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand. And it get hot. I got a lot of. I got hairy legs that turn that that, that, <laughs> what that, a pig. that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. There's your president. He used to come up and reach in the pool and put my leg down, so it was training that no more the parts. hair come back up again. And look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids <laughs> what a jumping pig. on my lap. Dose, I love kids jumping on my lap. Dosey says I that he jumping on my lap. Dosey he, says he promises to buy one of Hunter's paintings. Yeah. If Biden gives him really, $10 million. Hunter just sold it for a lot of millions of dollars. <laughs> really? To who? The Chinese buyers? I think the China uh, president of China bought it. You know, I What's worked, his name? Funkin Ping? Stop it. A very Fung famous Ping? auction Is house. Is his name Fung Ping or Fung Kulo? A very famous auction house that I, I'm associated with refused to auction off his paintings. They want nothing to do with it. Would that auction house be? Nope. Move on. Oh, listen, Kamala Harris is calling in. Guess who's joined us in the live studio? Oh, my God. Eric, how are you? Honey? Eric is in the house. Hello. I like that title that... Um, Cubella said. Cubella's giving him Podfather. She yep, is absolutely perfect. right. That's it, Eric. Eric got to change his name to the Podfather. Podfather. I love it. Very bright. That is correct. The Podfather. All right. I'm going to put us back on track. Yeah. What is that? So we're talking about living without money and how this lady is surviving. So, so far, we figured out all the different places she goes to live for free uh -huh. and where she gets her food from. So the next obvious thing is you said, um, how is she going to be presentable for whatever those those kinds of situations yeah. to barter and to, she has to make her own clothes right Dive, she does dumpster diving for that uh -huh. and now she has to learn how she's going to get around so these are the ways she gets around you and wow. i might take uber she and again i know this is going to go down the wrong path what is it she negotiates rides with members of the community exchanging food and services for rides that she needs for places to go no really? Com no comment about services? Good. Okay, I can move on. <laughs> Very fine. She, she looks for carpooling options. I knew it. Oh. Is that the kind of services she does? Apparently because she does a lot of hitchhiking. She's a hooker? Beyond. I didn't say she's a hooker. I'm saying she does 
She exchanges services for hitchhiking, which is the most dangerous thing oh, a woman can do Christ. in the United States. Jesus Christ. Other ways she gets around, ready? How? She found a bike in the trash and she uses that to exercise regularly to get to places she needs to go. And walking, of course, is an essential, most accessible and cash-free means of getting around. But in order to be a good walker, you have to be well hydrated. So she uh -huh. spends a lot of time looking for um, safe water to drink. And she brings emergency backup plans. Um, like a light snowstorm could just show up anywhere. She needs to bring clo yep. clothes, which in in the end is what she ends up using a grocery cart, which is the kind of homeless um, lifestyle <laughs> we're used to here on the East Coast, because she has to be ready for any emergency. Really? Yes. Q Bella just joined in. Huh? Hello. How are you? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you doing? What's going on? Good. <laughs> I can't hear. Can you okay. hear? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So what do you think? As far as? As money. Being oh, gosh. Um, I think it's definitely overrated, but unfortunately necessary for you know, majority of the aspects of life that humans like to enjoy. So it's kind of a sacrifice whether or not you want to participate in the money grab or yeah, if you want to, you know, just kind of sit back. Like I don't spend very much money at all. I don't have much to spend, so it kind of works out. But um, I also choose, I've, I've been, you know, raking in 100000 a year back, you know, not that long ago and it, it uh -huh. takes a lot of work it takes a lot of work and then you really you know it's just weighing out your options whether or yeah. not you want to you know what kind of work do you do uh in the property management industry multifamily housing oh all uh, right yeah since 2005 and uh i've been out of the industry for about a year and a half now. Uh-huh. And uh, second time I've stepped away, at this point I'm not really sure if it's what I want to go back to, so I'm kind of weighing my options, whether or not I want to pick up an industry that doesn't uh, force me to bring the workload home with me. Yeah. Uh, can I ask, are you um, planning for a retirement, or that's really not a concern of yours? Um, there's been plenty of times where I've had money stacked up and then it, it just, you know, wasn't, uh, life didn't always, I, I'm not much of a planner and I, and I'm mm -hmm. really regretting that. I, it would be nice to have a little nest egg and. Yeah, me either. I know, everything. I'm, I'm 35 years old. I've, oh. I've got time, you know, well, I would like to hope that I've got time to get back there, but I'm really just trying to find that motivation. Are, are you on your own or do you have family? I just fled California um, and I'm living in Arizona with my mom and my two boys. Oh, so because for me personally, you know, I did the carpet rent for a long time and my kids in the end were my ultimate motivation to be sure they would have a future that I didn't have, that kind of thing. And uh, right. that's... That was probably the only motivation I had, the thing that kept me going. Right. Yeah. And that's pretty much what um, 
had me leave California was a relationship I was in wasn't wasn't healthy to have my kids around so they were with their father a lot and it got it got pretty bad so I ended up leaving and um, that was just March late March this year so I'm trying to I left everything behind everything um, except for my kids. <laughs> do, what do you think your kids are going to um, take out of this experience? Can you see it, and the growth in them in any re- regard? Well, they're definitely glad. I was in a seven-year relationship that was just nothing but hell. So they're definitely appreciative of the fact that I finally stepped away. Um, mm-hmm. What they're going to take out of it probably is is that uh, mom had to hit rock bottom before she finally made the right decision, which is unfortunate, yeah. but kind of right. a life lesson for everyone. Your kids must be young, right? They're 10 and 15. Oh. Well, I know those ages, 15. <laughs> well, I, I will say that, uh, um, you know, in my own childhood, I saw my parents struggle and make choices. And, you know, what the things that happen as a result of them is, you know, how I am the way I am now. And when I went through it as the example for my kids, you know, you always fall back on those examples, those things you learn younger in life. So you may not feel like you have impact, but the day will come where you'll, you know, see your, your choices and results of your, your good efforts in, in uh, significant events of their life. So um, I would say, you know, keep faith in that, keep hope in that because that, they'll yeah. come to fruition. And that has nothing to do with money. It has to do with good example and good character, the things you're instilling in them. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Well, does your does your ex see his kids? Um, he does. He's been uh, he's in California. There was plans for him to move out this way, but um, there's a couple stumbling blocks from that. You know, keeping that from coming to fruition. But yeah, are you feeling the pressure to uh, provide financially for your kids? You know, like. I don't know, everyone's got a cell phone or that pair of sneakers or going to drama camp, well, whatever. it's not it easy. Be. It's not easy. Well, it's expensive. Kids are expensive. It's and at that age, they're going to want everything. Well, they do. They, you know, like my, my son was hounding me for a headset so he could game, you know, it's like it, yeah, okay. It's, and we found one for like 12 bucks. I'm like, Jesus, I feel kind of bad for for not going because I was thinking 30, 40 bucks and he's just going to break it in two weeks. So, you know, but, um, we do have, we do have a lot of support. Like my mom, she took us in, she's basically my sugar mom paying the bills. I make sure that the house is clean and there's food on the table when she gets home. So it's kind of one of those situations Mm -hmm. and it, it works out, but it's, again, it's temporary and, um, their their grandparents that are back in California, you know, their dad's uh, mom and stepdad, they're um, going to be hitting them up here pretty soon since they offered to help with school, new school clothes and material and stuff like that. So there's a lot of there's a lot of help, which well, is that's only is is only possible because I was able to step away from the relationship I was yeah. in. If I would have stayed, there would be no help. Right. Well, that's good. You have your mom there. Yeah, you know, I would say that in my, um, my experience, I went to work at 14. I mean, and that's a long time ago. They don't do it that way now. But that was paramount in our family. And you were going to survive on your own as soon as you could. And in fact, I mm. moved out when I was 14. I never went back. I, I was busy getting high. I don't know. So um, <laughs> there are lots of, there are lots of uh, lessons to be learned. 
all of that? Mm, no. I, I know. Only if I could go back and change shit. Well, I would. What would you change? I wouldn't have OD'd and died for like six minutes, yeah, first well, of all. That would have been good. And guess what? How did you buy the, all those drugs? I worked. Ah, uh, so was there money involved in that evil? Yeah. Oh, it, made, it, it gave me the opportunity to buy the drugs, so I OD. Uh, what else did you buy with the money at that age? I bought everything I wanted. I see. Car, everything. Not what you needed, what you wanted? And I got high a lot. Wonderful. Because until I you wanted that too. And then once I OD'd when I was like 17, died. Yes, I know. Came back. And then uh, I stopped doing drugs. Good. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> what? Come to what? I think the less money you have when you're growing up, the more resourceful you become. I think it helps you define what you really you do need in your life. I think it helps you um, gain focus over you think how so? you're gonna how your life is gonna go. Yeah, I do think so. It could also be a driver to uh, have more. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I don't know um, why some people have that competitive spirit or feel like they need to have so many things to fill in something, some void in their childhood that, you know, well, it's trying to fill. I don't really know. Now sure. or then? Now. I don't, I'm fine with what I have. I don't care. I want a Lamborghini though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I got a nice Harley. I know. But I don't have a Lamborghini. What, but what is buying things? What does that, what need does that fill? Because I want to go like 200 miles an hour in the Lamborghini. So you're going after a different high. Yeah. A rush of some kind. Speed. In, in a nice car. Come on. Who the hell wouldn't want to drive a Lamborghini? Since we're talking about the ultra-rich, what about Bezos and his stupid uh, flight into outer space this week? Well, you know, that was a complete joke. How much did that cost? Who the hell knows? What? Billions. I don't really People know. were saying Just that it was CGI. I think I saw, I was sorry to interject. I was seeing on TikTok that it was like CGI, that it was total fake. But I yep. don't know. I don't. I don't know what anybody would benefit out of that. Like, what is? What is? What would he benefit out of? Just so he could say, lie. just so he could say, I shot myself up into outer space, and then I thought he at least what's his name? The guy with that? Who was the other guy? Brent Bronson. Branson. I want to say his Branson. Name. At yeah. least he was floating around Brent up there for a while in weightlessness. He was in his plane or rocket. And Branson was floating around for like an hour. That was cool. But this jackass went up in a rocket that looked like a giant penis. Yes. And then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it comes back down. I, do, I think the whole point of that was, though, this is the start of a whole other industry. Right. I think it's a rich, spoiled man. Which company is it that's already doing payloads to the space station? I don't know. It's just a, 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 you know, and it's the three, those three rich guys all trying to one beat the other. Tesla guy is going to win the end because he's the one that's already done payloads to the space station. It's, it's another industry that's, that's again, you got people starving. You know what he could have done three with that rich money? guys fighting with each other. You know, the people's lives he could have made a big difference in with that money. Well, he could have bought vaccine for the whole world, I suppose. With ah, that money. What do you think? I don't know about the vaccine. Well, we're trying to save the world, aren't we? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so that's the ultimate when it comes to money, I would imagine, is those three battling with each it's other. It's another rich, spoiled man, nothing to do with his money. New sport, right. A new yeah. sport. Let me, let me just go up and then come back down. I have a question really quick, just something yes. that kind of 
mind, what would be, uh, we've only uh, discovered, what, 4% of our oceans. Why uh -huh. would you, I would rather go down there than go up, up there. I kind of agree with that because there's a lot of parts of the ocean that has never been explored. <laughs> that reminds me of the show we saw recently about the aliens live down there. Well, you never know. <laughs> and there's a, I could only imagine the crazy stuff they will find at the bottom of the sea. I think the idea of going to space over the ocean, though, is it's an escape. So when we really screw up and wreck the Earth, we'll be able to survive without the Earth. I think that's the idea. Listen, Niz, Niz just yeah, wrote you. Niz, I don't know. Niz wrote years ago, there was a wealthy woman who paid to fly on the shuttle. And she said that it was such an amazing experience to be in uh, outer space and see Earth. And all the world leaders should have that experience because there's no humble, uh, humbling. It's really makes one appreciate the Earth and love all things. I mean, it's got to be kind of cool to go up there and look back. I agree. And I once read Buzz Aldrin, who landed, he was one of the original moon landing, said that uh, when he looked at the earth and he came back down, he needed a, to go to a psychiatrist because he was like losing his mind because he couldn't comprehend, I guess, the scope and the magnitude of him standing on the moon and looking back, you know, you got to think to yourself when you're standing on the moon for the first time and looking at the earth is, holy shit, am I going to be able to get back there? That got to be, that got to be the number one thing in your mind when you're checking that out. I don't care what anybody says, but this, this guy shooting up into outer space wasted a billions and billions of dollars. It's not that he's going to make his money back because he probably will, but he could have helped a lot of people, could have helped a lot of people with that money instead of wasting it, going up. And I thought he was going to hang around up there, you know, float around, shoot some videos, even, even take a phone call like that other rich guy did. But he didn't do none of that. All he did was go up into outer space and come right back down. The thing that shocked me was that the capsule he was in with the, and there was an 80 something year old woman. I give that lady credit, that old lady, that was some shit. I don't even know how she could stand the G forces. Bella, you're right. She was 86 years old. How the hell could she stand the G forces of that? It had to be enormous. And wh what I don't understand is how did that thing land on, on the ground? It's how shock absorbers, I suppose. How come it didn't like burst open? I don't know what the hell. Yeah, it was a strange design. That thing had on it. I don't know what the hell it had on it. Ninety billion a year wasted, a year on NASA. The dude Sean says it's a mega waste and propagates this NASA's BS. Well, you know what? You, I, 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 I found it really interesting to see those pictures from Mars, right? But there's nothing there. No, there's nothing there. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna re swing back around money. Do you know what they're doing up there? What are they doing? They are mining for the minerals that they don't have enough. Of oh, on Earth. please! Who are the UFOs? Dead serious. They're looking for who is 
they're looking for <laughs> the valuable resources. They Let me need. tell you something. Wait, I'm not finished for all those computer chips. <laughs> okay. They don't have enough. Okay. Right now, China has I, all that I can see that. So the U.S. is trying to find but another But you know what? what? All the money you're going to spend, all the money you're going to spend just to get there, mm -hmm. is, 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 it won't even compare to mining your own shit. I don't care what you do. You'll never make up the money. You'll never make up the money. You're spending trillions of dollars to go to Mars. And listen, nobody's going to go there. Not, not in our lifetime and not in the young kid's lifetime. Nobody's going there. What is it? Two years just to get there. To Mars. Yeah. Two well, years two to get back. Know. It's never going to happen. Maybe it will happen someday, but there's nothing there. Just like the moon. Tell me right now. What the fuck did they bring back you know that that served this world and humanity? How did it help humanity? Hold on, let's talk about this. Just because you said one small step for man, one giant leap for Kamala Harris. I thought, uh, I thought okay. you started this whole podcast saying money is the source of all evil. It is evil. And it doesn't. And NASA's matter. evil. NASA is not evil. They're wasting billions of dollars. Again, tell me one thing. Tell me one thing that humanity benefited from all those moon uh, launches and landing on the moon. How many were there? Eight? Tell me, how did it benefit humanity? And don't tell me, well, we were the first to do it. No. How did it benefit the people of the world? Okay. It had nothing to do with money, the benefit. It sparked oh, really? imagination. It oh, gave people hope. It, it opened up horizons. It gave us a new right. way of thinking. These me, are not monetary. Let me ask benefits. you this question. Mm -hmm. Since it didn't benefit people. It did benefit people, no, no, not no, monetarily. Wait. I'm Since it didn't make a change in anybody's life. I disagree. I'm talking about it made helping a, people. It made a psychological no, change. No, I'm, I'm not talking lives. about psychological. That's a benefit. I'm talking no about money involved. helping people's lives it here. It's how it helped people's lives. If you add it up. Expanded the horizon listen, for the human I would like to know. <sighs> Q Bella said marijuana does that, and that's true. Marijuana see, has helped more people than the astronauts have. See, I wouldn't know listen, anything about that. So. Of course they have. No. Of course they have. My point is. Listen. Listen, Not listen everything's to me. about money. Can you tell me how much all those moon landings cost? I have no idea, nor do I care. You know, you could have fed every hungry person in the world. Yeah. What a fucking disgrace. Okay. There was nothing up there. Nothing. It, you know what? That's comparable. Listen, the Apollo 11 astronauts and the Apollo 12 and 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. That was Kamala. The dude Sean Listen, says that NASA originally hired Nazi scientists and they're nothing but evil. I believe him. And, <laughs> and. What? Apollo 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. <laughs> right? Am I right? I think 18 was the last one. I don't know. What did they bring back? Rocks. Fucking rocks and dust. That, who bad they didn't bring some kind of angel dust. But. That's all they brought back. And and if money means nothing and it's evil, what's the problem? Listen, back listen rocks? to me. You 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 would think NASA and the government would say to themselves, "Gee, we sent Apollo eleven, Apollo twelve, Apollo thirteen, and they really didn't bring back shit." So let's can this. No, no, I disagree. <laughs> the space shuttle, all the experiments that go on, hydro. It's a joke. It's not. It's a joke. 
That's the so place to It's go. a joke. Eric mentioned making that. money, right? Listen, President Kennedy sounded real good when he gave, stood up and gave that speech. And in my lifetime, I think Eric is. We on. will go to the moon. Eric would like to join the conversation. And not my cat. Oh, dear Lord. Wasn't Eric. he from Massachusetts? Not e- my cat. Eric wants. I to- love the way people from Massachusetts say car. Eric wants they to join us with Cuba. They can't say. I'm, I'm here. I'm waiting yeah. patiently. Um, but I had a comment that I posted in chat just now. What is it? <laughs> There, here is the pod godfather. That's it. He says Eric's he left behind an American flag. And I'm wondering, shouldn't we be able to see that from a telescope if we really put it up there? <laughs> what? The what? moon? The, the American flag that we left behind. Well, it's got it. We, you have to hit the right rotational um, paradigm, well, there, but you can see it if you're, if you're aligned correctly. Well, there was a picture of the flag, and I think the telescope took it. Yeah, you have to be, it, everyone's got to be rotated in the right spot for it to happen. You can so, find it. So it is there. Okay, awesome. Well, my grandfather used to say that was all staged, it was all fake. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick, uh, he alluded to it. <laughs> he said it was, his greatest, it was his greatest uh, film that nobody ever knew of. I don't know. I think it was a waste of money. So uh, the the whole way this podcast started is is that, uh, you know, money shouldn't matter, that it's evil. And here it is. You say, oh, this took a lot of money. But why is that all of a sudden not a good way to spend money? Why are we worried about spending money? Because it it doesn't matter. It actually, the only thing it proved Mm -hmm. was the ego of, of this United States. Well, I would have to say that in the world of space, there's a, a no war brewing, and there's satellites from all different countries up there, and everyone's trying to win and be the one that's the source of all, all the satellite work. So we better be invested and involved, or we're going to lose out to China the once dude, again. The dude said you cannot see the flag on the moon. I have to, I'll find a picture. Unless you smoke some moon dust. No, which I don't. I never have done. You know that. Eric, what do you think? Was the moon, all the moon landings worth it? Oh. Uh. Can't, can't really say for sure, but, you know, I mean, even our friend Jeremy, if you listen to communist culture, he swears that we never went to the moon. Um, and every night we do the um, slightly serious show on D-Live. We're doing the um, rocket to the moon challenge. It's like an animated gif of a, an astronaut boarding a rocket and being blasted off to the moon. Yeah. I think we went. Huh? I think we went. I think we were there. I think we landed. Uh, I don't, I'm not saying we didn't. I don't, I'm not saying that. I mean, because, well, they did return from somewhere. I don't really know. I don't know. Well, when you think about it, too, I I read all those conspiracy theories, and they're saying that, uh, you know, our cell phones were more sophisticated than their equipment. Well, yeah. And and it amazes me if that's true. How the hell did they even get there? They had brilliant mathematicians. Please. They did. Here we Who go. did all their hand work by hand at that time? It's really extraordinary when you think about it. Listen, quite listen, a miracle. I don't care if they get in a ship and land on fucking Pluto. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. It's not a planet. So forget that. And Saturn. Anyone. You know what they really should do? This is what they should do. <laughs> listen to me. I'm listening. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah, put them in it. Listen to me. What? They need to get in that ship. I like it. That what's his name just shot up in the air? Bezos. Bezos. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris need to get on that ship. And I'll pay 
and they need to go to the sun. Cuba okay? says they need to go and stay. No, they need to go to the sun. <laughs> And then I'll pay. I'll contribute <laughs> fucking money. Oh, now money matters. They, Of course, I give all the money I had <laughs> just to see that ship go straight to the sun. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what's good about it? They don't need to come back. In the dude Sean's own words, okie dokie. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> Send this fucking crazy president to the sun. He's senile. And I thought I even heard him shit himself the other day when he was on TV. Really? Yeah, that was that was the tape from his speech. And you could tell he wears a diaper because okay. his ass is like fluffy. Well, I would have to say, <laughs> to sum this up from where we started today, <laughs> you know what makes you a wealthy person? What? What? Tell me. What makes you a wealthy person? A wealthy person. I'll tell you one thing for you. This is your point of view. What if you it? don't have this one thing in your life, what? I don't care what you own. I don't care how much money you have. I don't give a shit what you own. Mm -hmm. If you don't have one thing inside of you, you will have nothing. Tell me, what do you think? It is called love. Oh, if you don't have love inside your heart, you have absolutely nothing. I personally think you have to have good health as well. Nothing. Good health is a wealthy thing and to have. If I, if I was God, and I know people are not going to want to hear this. What? If I was God, I would create every human being after one animal i'm not kidding i would create if i was god i would create every single living creature on earth whether it be man woman whatever it is it would have to have the same feelings in inside of one animal you know what that animal is you know what that animal is a dog <laughs> I swear to you, a dog is the only animal in this world <laughs> that loves you better than the dog loves himself. We made them that way. And nope, I'm telling you. We made them that that's way. That's the only animal that loves you better than himself. We've domesticated them. They weren't like that naturally. Uh, Niz said it all. Oh, there's lightning here. Unconditional love. And I nobody... I don't care who you are, you cannot give that to somebody. I also, I really also think good health is makes you wealthy because without health, what's the point? Without love, mm -hmm. you have shit. All right, health. And I love. don't care if you're healthy as a a bull. You don't got love in you. You're you don't have shit. Well, this is very romantic. Uh oh. <laughs> you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? Oh no, I knew it. Oh. Oh. Uh oh. That's not love, by the way. Love me till I come, please, please. That's love right there. No. When you're about to come. It's not. Yes. When you're about to come. You can have sex without love. As Most long as you don't do this. Oh my God. And sometimes that happens. All right. I'm done. That's, you know, things happen. Yes. Things happen. Mm -hmm. But if everybody. If everybody on this earth turned and helped one person, 
just one person, mm -hmm. just help them unconditionally. If you can, some people can't, that's okay. If everyone helped one person unconditional, it could be anything. You could take that person that's struggling, bring them to a supermarket and buy them a couple hundred dollars worth of groceries. If everyone helped one person, this world would be a better place to live. But it's sad that I don't see that happening. It's sad. And, and in today's world became so evil, you cannot trust anyone except what? My grandfather used to say to me, you can't trust anyone not except e not even the person you love. No one. He said, not except, even the person you love. He said, except the money you have in your back. Oh pocket. dear Lord. He said, your best friend will screw you for your money. will screw you for your woman and screw you for your food. And it's true. Is that how dogs live? Dogs do not listen. Dogs are beautiful. Dogs give you love. They're waiting by the window for you. They're waiting. No matter how they feel, they could be sick. And they'll still be waiting by the window for you. Dossie's saying he offers help to his strategy is to offer to help people who don't want help to make it easier on himself. Exactly. What? He's got it right. So you'd offer help to people you know won't take it? That makes sense. Yes. Why? Yes. <laughs> and expect nothing back. I've helped people I don't even know. I know. The thing is, it, this world would be a better place All if right. people did that. All right. The pod father would like to say something. Eric said, tonight, the Ralph Williams podcast mm -hmm. and Chris Unplugs Club 19 music show. The slightly yep. serious shows at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Laura and Lou's communication station with Club 19 after show. The old man, you guys got to listen. The old man's cool. No, they're on hiatus. Um, oh, he, he, uh, just for tonight, but he'll be back next week. Um, yeah. But he'll still have his morning show next yeah. week as well. They're on hiatus. I know that. They'll come back. He's, he'll be back next week, he said. Yeah, the, the, the Friday Night Music Show <clears throat> will be back along with the, the, the morning <laughs> talk show. <laughs> fucking Doss. Holy shit. You know, Doss comes up with some fucking winners. <laughs> Holy shit. Eric, what else? Keep going. That fucking guy is cool uh -huh. as hell. <laughs> Eric, I know you have more. Talk, talk to us. Yes. Um, you got a couple more in the chat, JP, of like that Sir Not Smoke show. Um, He'll be on tomorrow morning, and Crazy Kane will have Crazy Crosstalk Asylum. And then we also got Crazy Town, and it's the it's doomsday podcast and um and and a few few other great shows uh, over the weekend uh, and then on sunday the beans and weenies show as well as dude sean what's show on sunday? sunday evening what's on sunday again could you say it again the beans and weenies show on sunday afternoon and um Bean the the sean show. beans and weenies i haven't heard that one. Thank you. oh it's like hot dogs i haven't heard that one i have to look it for that I haven't listened to that. No, we haven't seen that one yet or heard that one yet. Mm -hmm. It's a good show. Um, then, of course, um, the then you've also will have Ralph William doing his morning show around 730 or 8 a.m. Eastern time weekdays, <laughs> as well as the, the, the old man 
yeah. weekdays at 10 a.m. Right. Eastern. Hopefully, John DeVito will have some shows next week and <laughs> and, and comes his culture as well. That's wrong. It's like beef, beef chunks and gravy. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Don't mind him, Eric. Go ahead. That's what Das uh-huh. Rock crazy, boy. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Yeah. And then you also Eric, have Dark Bear doing his show weekdays at 1 p.m. Yeah, I wonder. Eric, Ask him. Eric, what is your favorite podcast? I mean, I think the like the two that I really work closely with, like the old man in the morning and slightly serious at night. Say it again, which one? I think both like the old man and slightly serious, like working on both of those shows. Got yeah, got yeah. Yep. We're familiar with both of those. I was wondering if there was a new uh-huh. one we needed to watch. Yep. 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 And I know like this new wrap it up podcast just showed up on Podbean. You know, and you know, this young guy seems really interesting. Wrap it up. I'll, I'll go look for that one as well. I'm always interested in discovering new ones, you know, and you're a good source for all of them that are up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Wrap It Up podcast. We want to check that one out. Yeah, we do. We got to check it out. All yeah. right, guys. Listen, tune in every Friday. Follow me. Share me. You guys want me to stay on the air. Follow me. Share me. Of course, John DeVito. That show is always a favorite. Yeah, and the yeah, Dark Woods, yeah, yeah. and Cummings' is Culture, and the Freedom That's Warrior. Right. All of those are oh, great. Yes. Shows. I hope everybody out there has a fantastic weekend. Niz Cubella. Thank you. Eric Dot. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a Mac McDonald. <laughs> I love these names, man. These names really... These names really get to me. The dude. We love you all. Have a we great love week. all you guys. Be safe uh-huh. out there. You know, don't drink too much. Take care, Bella. Oh, okay, Bella. We're thinking of you. Thank Hang you. in there. Appreciate y'all. Hey, oh, oh, wait. Somebody wants to say something. Bye, Eric. Thanks for calling in. See ya. Bye. Yeah, I have no dude. Sean's joining us in the last few minutes. <laughs> I think the dude wanted to say something. He didn't jump in. Oh. Yeah, my mic is falling on me. And it's strange. My sound is not coming through my headphones. But the dude Sean is on. Let's talk to him. He's called you called in. Dude, you in? I don't hear him. Maybe just passed His mic is muted. His mic is muted. I see that here. It's not green. <clears throat> I don't even see him on my uh on your uh, board. He's on the board. He's caller four. I don't have him. Oh, is this still looking forward oh, to here he is. Hey, 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 I had What's to mute happening? myself and unmute myself. Cool. What are you doing? Uh, I'm enjoying the hell out of your show again, man. Yeah. All right. Um, so there's what? no uh, – What do you? Uh, I'm trying to encourage this thing f- uh, for Friday nights where uh-huh. we do stuff that, like, uh, improves our lives. So it's uh, Stay in Motion Friday for Chris Unplugged Show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So whether you're dancing, uh, even if you're out at the club or whatever, make sure you have the show on and spread the word. But um, I like to challenge people to like either try to walk or run or dance for the whole three hours of the of the show, and it's a way way more better way to spend a Friday night than fighting somebody because you stepped on their shoe. Yeah. And paying too much for what booze. time does it come on? Nine uh, nine p.m. So uh, right now I'm taking bong hits and doing uh, nectar collector to prepare for my run and my app session. 
I'm getting loaded on caffeine. I'm ready to rock and roll. You know I keep it real. It's what, what's the name of the show? Stay in motion. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's that's uh, it's the Chris Unplugged show. I'm sorry, I confused the shit out of you. So, so during the whole duration of the Chris Unplugged show, we're staying in motion. That's what we're doing. Yeah, now I got you. So you're gonna yeah, be yeah, on. You're gonna be on at nine tonight. Nine to twelve. What do you play? Yeah, music? No, no. Chris Unplugged. Nine p.m. Look for the oh. rubber ducky. So you, if you're at home, the Club 19 music show. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. But what we're doing is was I, I think I confuse you. What we're doing, we're just staying in motion for the whole duration of his show. Got so it. even I think if the Olivia Newton-John song "Let's Get Physical." Ooh, let well, your man, body I'm gonna have to tune in. Yeah, what the heck? Let's give it a try. Well, tune in. All right, very fine. Yeah. Slightly serious, nine thirty, and then the other podcast friends over the weekend, and, right, and, and, and again next week. And don't forget Mike Tampa Bay next Tuesday. And catch yep. me on Wednesday and Sunday night at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Jostro, masturbation counts. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to have podcast on all weekend, it sounds like. That's great. It sounds like it. Yeah. Awesome. All right, yeah, man. Take a, take a bong hit for me. That's right. Catch my uh, anonymous community outreach program on 8 p.m. Wednesday and Sunday night. We hold each other accountable. We, we do the right thing. We'll be keep it light and do the yeah. adult stuff. Too, so. so we'll jump in tonight. Check you out. Yep. That's yeah, no, 9 p.m. Chris Unplugged. You guys stay busy. Forget my name tonight. Just 9, 9 p.m. Go All to the right. Chris Unplugged, right. but stay busy. Do like push-ups for three hours. You'll feel amazing the next well, day. Well, we're going to go in the bedroom right now and Ooh, a little humping. <laughs> hey, I thought to myself. I thought to myself uh, that other clip is definitely fake sex when she's asking for him to do X, Y, Z, right? As she orgasms because no woman, no woman will ever let you know what she actually wants. You're right. It's very, so, you know, it's fake. He's right. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Like that spin. Huh? <laughs> All right, guys, I'll right. check you out nine o'clock. I'll be there. Have a great weekend, everybody. Love you and God bless you. All right, love you, you all. Too. Take you away with a little WAP music. Bye, everyone. Bye, no one. Shayla Luna, that's a mare, mamma mia, mare, tare. Take me a puttanara, mamma mia, Woo! Be safe, everyone. Bye. That's some WAP music there. Yep. See, Chibi, you're on the sea,